guys, welcome back to our More Than a Number, a weekly podcast ex- sharing experiences and tips and encouragement to help you through your eating disorder recovery or just to have as some good encouragement throughout your week. This week, I'm here to talk to you guys about fear foods. Before I get into that, I thought I would just say a big announcement. So, I posted my first podcast last Friday and I am already on six, seven different platforms. I'm on Anchor, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Breaker, I'm on Pocket Casts, I'm on Radio Public, and I'm on Stitcher. I'm going to say those again. And what you just have to do when you go on any of those is type in, you are more than a number. You are more than a number. And I should come up. Let me read them again. I'm on Anchor, which is this website, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Again, if you just look up my channel, you are more than a number. You are worth more than a number. You will get it. It will come up and you can watch me on any of those platforms. Anyway, back to today's segment. I am here to talk to you guys about fear foods. Now, what is a fear food? You guys might be thinking, what is that? Like, I have no idea what that is. Like, is it something you're scared to eat because it's like scary looking or something? Not exactly. Um, to be honest, I didn't really know that I had any when I first started my eating disorder. I was like, I don't have fear foods. I'm not afraid to eat anything. But the truth is, um, everyone has one. Even if you don't have a disorder or trouble with food, you definitely have some sort of fear food in your life. Fear foods are basically, I'm going to give you a scenario to explain what it is. So say you're at home or you're at a friend's house and your friend or someone around you suggests to have pizza for dinner and they suggest Domino's. Let's get Domino's for dinner. And you're like, you sh- you're, if you're not afraid of the Domino's because you're not afraid it will make you fat, you should go, yeah, pizza sounds great. With no hesitation and be able to eat the pizza. But if you're afraid that it'll make you fat because you have that little inclination, the little hesitation, any kind of hesitation towards it, other than it makes me sick or I'm allergic to it, any other kind of hesitation that doesn't make you say, yeah, let's do it, is usually means you're afraid to eat it. Mostly you're afraid to eat something because you're afraid it's unhealthy or you're afraid it's going to make you fat. But the truth is that no food will make you hat if you eat in moderation. It's all about moderation in life. All food digests into the three same categories. Carbs. I just forgot what the other two were. Oh, carbs, fat, and protein. Um, and they all digest the same way. So no matter if you eat a brownie or you eat a sandwich... You eat a bowl of ice cream or you eat a bag of chips. They all digest the same way and they're not going to make you fat if you eat in moderation. Now, if you were to eat 10 bowls of ice cream a day, three times a day, yeah, that would make you fat probably. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about fear foods and how you can conquer them. Now, basically what I went about is the first thing I did when I was talking about foods when I was talking with my nutritionist and we were talking about foods and she was like, well, why won't you eat that? Like when I was given a meal plan, I was like, I can't eat that. And she was like, why? 
And I was like, because I don't like it. That was my initial response to any time anyone asks me, why can't you eat that? I just said, I don't like it. Straight off the bat. But when I actually sat down and she picked it apart and she basically called me out and said, I don't believe you because it was, it was um, pizza. And she was like, who doesn't like pizza? And so she picked it apart. We sat there for a while, picked it apart. And I realized that it's not that I don't like it. It's that I was afraid to eat it because I was afraid of what it would make me feel and what it would make me look like. And so what we did is we sat down and we made a list of all the foods that I had any kind of hesitation from, all the way from fruits, all the way to junk, fried junk food. Yeah, there were fruits in there. When I was really bad, I was scared to eat bananas and apples because they were higher calorie fruits. Now I'll eat a banana and apple multiple times a day because they're so good. They don't bother me. But that's what I'm saying. You have to get to that point. And the way to get to that point is my nutritionist told me that you, you can't develop a habit unless you chew it 30 times. Now, tackling a fear food 30 times is kind of hard. But what I learned is all I had to do was have 10 exposures to it. And everyone's different, so this might not work for you. But I had 10 exposures to the food, and I all of a sudden wasn't food afraid of it anymore. But it has to be 10 different exposures. That's the key. You can't have the same exposures at the same restaurant. So say I'm going to go back to pizza because that was one of my fear foods. Um, let's say you tackle fear, you tackle pizza, but you go to the same restaurant every time. Yes, that's tackling it, but it's not really tackling it at the same time because you're only eating it at that restaurant. And so you're still a f- in the re- most likely the reason why is because you're afraid to eat it at the other places. And so when I kept going to the same restaurant and having pizza, my nutritionist was like, hey, make sure you're trying like Papa John's, Domino's, different places like that to make sure it's not just the restaurant that you're okay with. It's the actual pizza you're not scared of anymore. Because I started to feel okay with pizza and it turns out she was right. It was the restaurant's pizza. It wasn't pizza. And so I suggest for all of you out there to just sit down with a piece of paper and a pen or pencil or anything and just think, look in your pantry. Is there anything in your pantry that you'll, that you can point out and go, I can't eat that. Or is there any restaurant in particular? If it's not a specific food, is there a specific restaurants that you're like, I'm afraid to eat there. That's where you need to start. You need to make, sit down, make a list of all the things that you can. It may sound challenging. It may sound like a daunting task. It may sound impossible. Even if you don't have an eating disorder, I think you should do it. I think it's healthy for everyone to sit down and write down the foods that they are scared or a little bit have a little bit of hesitation towards eating. And again, not because they're allergic or they got food poisoning. Those are totally different scenarios. I totally get you there. But I mean, if you have hesitation just to eat it, because the ultimate goal in recovering from eating disorder and just in life is to be able to eat whatever is given to you without guilt, whatever you have without guilt. Just being able to sit down at a restaurant and pick the first thing that looks good off the menu without thinking about calories and if it's going to make you fat, is it unhealthy? Or just being able to walk into a place and be able to get anything off the menu. 
like that was a big struggle for me for a really long time is because I had so many fear foods going to restaurants were hard because I'd there were so many foods like I was scared to eat and so I would only get like salad or this one other dish and so you really need to it really helps to tackle and make down make a list after I made that list I started tackling foods left and right. And at first I would have really good weeks and I would tackle and tackle and tackle. And then I'd have weeks where I barely tackled at all because I was freaking scared. And I was like, you tackle too much. Ed was like, you tackle too much last week. You don't need to tackle anymore this week. But the truth is you can never tackle too much. Okay. You can never tackle too much. So I guess ways you can tackle them is yes, by making a list and just checking off the boxes each time gives you motivation. Another way you can tackle them is what my nutritionist had me do is I picked, I picked three, at least between three and five, at least three fear foods to tackle a week. And I made specific days and times that I was going to do it. So say I want donut was one of mine. So I needed to tackle. I picked donut one of my weeks. I picked a day and I set up a donut date with my friend. So I made sure that I had that donut because it helps to have that actual event. Because if you're just like, oh, I'm going to tackle donut, French fries, pizza this week. Okay. But if you don't have a specific event, a lot of times you're going to get to the end of the week and you're like, oh, I never had pizza, donuts, or French fries. Oh, well, I'll try again next week. And Ed will be happy because you didn't tackle the fear foods. But we don't want Ed to be happy. We want Ed to be mad. We want Ed to be screaming at us because that's how you recover. He's going to scream at you and scream at you and scream at you. The closer and closer you get to recovery, he's going to scream at you even longer. The more you go against him, he's going to scream at you. But that's what you need. You need you need to go against him or you will never recover. And so make, pick those three to five fear foods you're going to tackle a week. If three seems really challenging, try two or one and then work your way up. And make those specific days like, hey mom, I'm going to tackle pizza this week. Can we get pizza on Wednesday for dinner? Just so you know, you have that specific time. You know when it's going to happen and you know it's in your schedule. So you know you're going to tackle it and there's no way to like, skip it. But another thing you have to remember with that, that's a little rocky is if you do that, you have to keep yourself accountable and don't let Ed get you to restrict or any way you cope unhealthily in your eating disorder. Don't give in because giving in, yes, if you tackle the fear food, that's great, but giving in to him and then tackling the fear food, it's about mediocre because yes, you've tackled the fear food, but you still gave in to him and restricted before. And so you didn't really tackle the fear food. You have to eat how you normally eat, following everything you're supposed to eat, eat like a normal person and with the added tackle of the fear food. Um, but I'm, and I'm not saying you should tackle all three that you pick in one day or the, all of them in one day. I mean, you can, that'd be great. My nutritionist kept telling me to do that, but I never could because that was just way too hard. But the fact that you tackle them at all during the week is what matters. So that's, that, though, that is definitely one way you can tackle them is making a list and making 
is picking three to five or at least three things. Two or two's okay as well. One's even okay. Like at least picking something to tackle that week and making it a specific time to tackle it, whether it's with a friend, with someone, and make sure it's with someone else. Don't say, I'm going to go, like if you can drive, you're like, I'm going to go to the donut shop on Wednesday. Mm, Yeah, you might keep yourself accountable, but most likely you're going to end up not going because you're going to give in to Ed because he's stronger than you most likely at the moment. And so it helps to have a specific event with a specific person, like a friend or a family member or a colleague to get you to do it because you can't just cancel on them last minute. So you end up following through with it. So that's one way to tackle it. Another way to tackle it is to share your list with your family and with your friends so that they can help you. And maybe like your mom could like sneak, mom could like make one of your fear foods for dinner one night, or she could bring it home from work one day and you just have it as a surprise and just have them there to support you because if they don't know what they are it's harder for them to support you when you're having trouble because they don't know why you're having trouble so you need to share the list with them um and and those are like the two main ways to tackle them but just remember that even though this may seem really really scary and daunting and impossible know that you will be okay you will make it through i've tackled every single one of my fear foods i can literally go out and eat anything i want i still have a little bit of guilt at times because ed is still there and i'm not fully recovered i am still in recovery but i no longer have that overwhelming fear like oh my gosh that's gonna make me fat Like, I can eat it. And I now know what I like and what I'm scared of, okay? What I mean by that is a lot of times Ed will try to make you think you just don't like the food that you're scared to eat. But really, you're scared to eat it. And that was the case with me with burgers. I used to think I didn't like burgers, and so I would never want to eat them. But it turns out I actually do like them. I'm just... I was just terrified to eat them because, you know, burgers are known as like high red meat's not the best for you, but it's all good in moderation and you will make it through. You will do it with the support of your friends and with the determination. You will do it because you can't because people love you and people want you to get better. Um, you will be okay. I promise. Like, I honestly, I, if I look back on a year ago today, I was in the worst of my eating disorder. I was very tiny and very restrictive and I had very few things I would eat and I would only eat very small amounts. I was not happy. I walked around starving all day long and I walked around worried about what my mom was going to cook for dinner or what I was going to have for, I constantly was thinking about food and what was coming next. And I just wasn't happy. I made myself think I was happy, but I really wasn't. I was exhausted at the end of every day because I spent the whole day giving into him 
and not eating enough and not taking care of my body enough that it was exhausting and it was tiring me and it was killing me. And it wasn't until I said, like I said in my last episode, my cousin reached out to me and said, hey, you don't look okay. And that's when it clicked in my head, wait a second, something isn't right. And no, I'm not saying I'm completely perfect. And like I said, I'm not fully recovered. I still have really hard days. Like I still struggle big time some days. But I definitely, my healthy self is stronger than Ed at the moment. And it will continue to get stronger because Ed is not worth it. He's not worth it. No matter what he tells you, no matter what he promises you, he's not worth it. He may tell you the most convincing story or argument ever. The biggest, yeah, but, or, but, okay, but this is going to happen. But I promise you, I just said but again. I promise you, it's not true. Whatever he says is a lie. Whatever he says, you won't get anything out of it. That is one of the biggest things I've learned, is I didn't get anything from him. I spent... I spent two years of my life listening to him and giving in to him, thinking that I was getting stuff out of it, when all I was doing is killing myself. And I was getting nothing out of it. Everything he promised, he didn't deliver. Everything he told me was going to happen, didn't happen. He may tell you the scariest thing that makes you want to cry and curl up in a ball after you eat something really fearful and you feel good about yourself and then he makes you feel the crappiest thing you on the planet he may tell you the worst thing makes you want to do nothing and just cry but it's not true and it's okay to cry believe me I've cried so much I used to cry every day when I was really struggling but whatever he tells you is a lie like, for example, if he tells you, if you eat that, if you eat those French fries with your dinner, you're going to get fat. You're not going to get fat. You're not going to get fat. It, it, a, your body needs the fat, that fat to survive. Your body needs a little bit of fat each day. I have dessert every freaking day, lunch and dinner, because your girl has a big sweet tooth and I need that little sugar burst throughout the day. I get done with lunch and I need a little bit of sugar, whether it's a handful of M&Ms or some Dove chocolate or some cookie, a cookie or a brownie, just a little thing of sugar each day. I have it twice a day. You should at least have it once a day. Not everybody should have it twice a day, but I have it twice a day in little doses because I need that little sugar and it's good for you to have that little bit of sugar. You shouldn't just eat fruits and veggies. You shouldn't just eat protein. You shouldn't just eat fat. You shouldn't just eat one of the things. And you shouldn't eliminate one of the things. Unless, of course, you're allergic, of course. But if you shouldn't eliminate one of the things because you're scared, your body needs all nutrients to survive. It really does. And that's how you will... It won't be until you fully tackle for your foods that you feel that you can eat anything but I know you guys can get there I know you can and even if you guys listen to this and you're like but I don't have an eating disorder 
Why should I rank a list of your foods? I still encourage you to make a list because I guarantee you there's at least one or two items that you are scared to eat. Just that, just a little fear of eating it. I bet you, you have something in you that you're a little scared to eat. I encourage you to make a list, no matter who you are. But yeah, guys, you're worth it. You will make it through. You will get through this. Ed is not your friend. He will not give you anything. Anything that he promises or says will happen is a lie. And that's the first thing you need to remember when you're eating those fear foods, when you're eating that donut, when you're eating those french fries, when you're eating that slice of two of pizza and you're starting to make you feel crappy and feel like shit. It's okay because you will make it through. You just have to keep fighting and fighting and call call someone you know and fighting. Talking back to Ed and yelling at him and figuring out ways to sh- not to get him out of your head will be another thing. Will be a talk of, we talk about in a different episode. But anyway, I want to end with a little motivation for you guys as this is the middle of the week and I want you guys to finish out your week and begin your next week strong. One of my favorite quotes, I'm not sure who it's by, but it's one of my favorite quotes I learned throughout recovery. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. You can't live in fear. It's not really living. You have to step out of your comfort zone to actually begin living. Whether that's trying new fear foods, trying new things, living somewhere new, getting a tattoo, getting a piercing, whatever it is. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Anyway, guys, I thank you so much for listening in on this podcast. And I thank you so much for all your love on my last one. And I hope that this helps you if you are struggling or if you have struggled or if you're just, I just hope it helps you, anyone out there. This is podcast is not just for eating disorder people. It's for anyone because everyone has struggles with their body. And I ask that you guys will um, share this podcast with people you know. And remember, you can check me out on any of those seven platforms that I've listed at the beginning of my podcast so that you don't have to just, because I know for Anchor, you have to make an account or whatever. But if you have any of those others, look me up, like especially Spotify. I know you guys have Spotify out there because who doesn't have Spotify? (laughs) Anyway, guys, um, I love you all so much and just remember you are worth it in this world and that everyone loves you. There's someone in this world that loves you and you are worth it and you are worth so much more than what you eat and what what that number is and what you look like. And I will catch you guys next Wednesday with another episode. Bye guys. Thank you.